If you enjoy Champions for Children, be sure to check out the new podcast from Nemours Children's Health, Well Beyond Medicine. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or at NemoursWellBeyond.org to continue hearing the stories of anything and everything related to the 80% of child health impacts that occur outside the doctor's office. And now, the episode of Champions for Children you requested. Enjoy! I'd say it's a program that brings together leaders, whether they be formal leaders or informal leaders across the organization to teach and reinforce skills to be effective in their positions. It teaches you about all aspects of healthcare. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. I'm Carol Vassar, and that was Christina Savoy, a patient experience partner in Orlando, providing a very brief overview of the Nemours Leadership Experience and Development Educational Program, known as the LEADER Program. LEADER is an enterprise-wide education and development opportunity for both current managers and for associates who aspire to a management or leadership role. It provides a chance for associates to learn and develop the skills and competencies needed to navigate a very complex healthcare system. The LEADER program includes a mix of in-person, virtually-led, and on-demand web-based content designed to work with the varying schedules of associates from across the enterprise. It is more than 90 hours of coursework through Nemours University. To put that in context, it takes about 30 to 60 credit hours to complete many university-level graduate degree programs. But well worth the effort, according to Christina who recently graduated from the program. Christina and I sat down together with Delaware Valley-based population health specialist and fellow LEADER program graduate Denise Hughes to learn more. Denise gets us started with a deeper dive into the framework of the LEADER program. The program is split up into, into four sections. The first one is core. So the core track gives you your like intro to manager basics. What does that look like? Looking at some of the compliance metrics and some of the compliance needs for a new manager, what to kind of look out for. It gives you just an introduction to the leader program. What is a leadership? So it kind of goes through just like the initial, like your why, just the core And then the second piece is foundational. That's a little bit more about learning some key concepts and principles and competencies that gives us that awareness. So it's classes. And and my team teaches a patient experience class. So we have we're underneath the foundational and it's a leader's guide to patient experience. So that's one of one of the classes that's there. Some of the things are continuous improvement, accountability, and there's a lot of financial classes on here. We actually partnered with HFMA, which is a separate organization that we partnered with that did a lot of financial classes for us, which was super helpful to kind of learn about some of those things. And then you go into skill building and skill building is a little bit more about managing the people side of change, leading with emotional intelligence, how to have effective communication, how to develop your associates into what the organization is looking for. And the last piece, which is probably my favorite, is the application. And that's about 
their strategy and, de- and business development class, how to manage as a coach, how to do a project management approach to leadership. And there's another class on here, effective communication and say it with purpose. So those are the kind of tiered approaches. You have your core, your foundational skill building and application. And then they have you take two electives, any electives that you want within the program. Some of those electives are just courses that the talent development team has offered throughout the last couple of years. And you can take any one of those courses. I think there's like 20 or so to pick from. And you only need two as your electives for the whole entire program. A lot of the classes were, how would you apply this material in your day-to-day lives? Or how would you commit to doing this activity with your staff? And they give you a leader journal, which is really nice embroidered. It's like etched in leader and you open it up. It's very fancy. And so every class, they'll have a a journal section and they're going to say, this is your reflection piece. Please take a moment and add your reflections to what you thought today. Or some of the classes will actually ask you a question about reflection and then you can take the time to jot down your reflection of that class or what you commit to do. So they give you a lot of resources and tools to help make you successful. Now, Denise, you've been here 20 years. What prompted you? What interested you? Why did you want to take the leader program? I lead a lot of projects. I lead a lot of teams, but I am not a manager or a director. And I really wanted to take the next step in my career. And I figured if I could become and was accepted into the leader program, it would really help me see what Nemours is looking for in a leader because it has changed over the years. Like leadership and leadership styles have really changed. And I wanted to see what Nemours was really looking for and if this was really a path I wanted to pursue. What about you, Christina? Yeah, same for me. I knew I wanted to grow grow at Nemours. I knew that I was in a direct leadership role when I was in HIM being the manager. And I loved that position. I loved interacting with the associates. I loved being at, you know, the round table for some of those conversations. And I knew that I wanted to get back there. And I knew that this program was really that opportunity for me to do so. I was the associate that signed up for every single development class that they offered. Uh, I think at some point, some of the talent development team was like, again, here's Christina in the class, because I did all of them all the time. I, I love learning. And I really believe that, you know, as an associate, as a person, you have to advocate for yourself, right? And so for me, that was my way to to advocate for me and what I knew I wanted to do at Nemours. It's 90 hours of coursework. Some of it's online, some of it's in virtual classes. How did you fit that in with your day-to-day, nine-to-five or whatever hours you work job? I will say that when the program became virtual, it really helped me out a lot because some of the classes are required to be in person and sometimes dedicating the time in your day to walk down the hall. I know it sounds so silly, but to walk down the hall, to sit in the classroom, to know your work is just right across the way. And there's so many things that are happening. You know, it being virtual really allowed the the team to really have more options when giving the classes. They had different time frames. They had different days. It, it worked a little bit better, I think, for the program in general. And I also think, you know, with me, as crazy as it sounds, I had my second son 
right before the pandemic hit. So I was dealing with a newborn baby, my oldest son working from home, me being a wife, me trying to, you know, manage a social life and work and the whole thing. So it was definitely difficult. But I think knowing how important this program is, and knowing that it's so flexible, and knowing that the end result was going to be fantastic for me, I think it it just worked. And I just made it work into my schedule. And you know, thank goodness I had a boss that was so accommodating and understanding and supportive of me taking this cl- these classes whenever they were offered. Denise, how about you? Was the flexibility a plus for you? It was a very similar situation as Christina. I had a very supportive boss. She allowed me to take the space and the time to really do these classes. They're very big on professional development. I'm very big on professional development. I love learning. So this was just like a natural fit. Definitely the pandemic actually helped in this situation because the classes went virtual. I didn't have to get in the car and drive over to the hospital or wherever the classes were being offered. I was able to just be at my desk, log on and do my thing. My kids were in the other room doing school. So it really just worked out. And with the pandemic also, like my kids were stuck at home, so I didn't have to run them places. So it actually was a plus in that regards for finishing the classes. I think I wouldn't have finished as fast as I did if it weren't for the pandemic. So I really do think the flexibility and us switching everything to virtual made it a lot easier. When an associate wants to take the leader program, do they have to apply or can just anyone come in? If you are a manager managing individuals, you can take the classes for non-formal leaders. We have to apply and we need to get a recommendations to apply. So it's not just like, oh, I want to do this. You can apply. They really want to know why you want to apply and what's your reasoning. And then there's like an application process. They review the applications and then they accept you in cohorts. So let me ask Denise and then um, Christina, favorite part of the program? What'd you like about it best? I really liked interacting with all of the different individuals throughout the organization. It gave me a chance to meet many people that I would have never met. And even in my current roles, I am now interacting with those folks. And it's like, oh, I know this person from the leader program. I'll reach out to them. No big deal. And my boss is like, you do? And I was like, yeah, we, we had this class together. Um, so it's really opened a lot of doorways and has given me a lot of opportunities. But it's also allowed me to hear other people's experiences, see what their leadership styles are, how they react to different situations. It allows me to see what I like and what I don't like in leadership. So it's really been a very cool, eye-opening experience, and I would highly recommend it. Christina, you're, you're nodding your head in agreement. Talk about that a little bit. Ditto. Everything she said, ditto. I think if I would add one thing in addition to that, it's the application piece of this program. So many times you go through, whether it's your bachelor's or your master's, and you don't have that true application piece. We had some classes that would have us meet back for like a part two, where we had to give very specific scenario based what we did, how we would carry this forward, what was our commitment. And that application piece really made me think about this in a different light. It's not just running through the classes, listening to the content, which is great, but truly having the application piece and part of the leader program, they have a section of just application 
classes. So it's all of what you've learned, but put into an application format. And that was super effective for me. It changed how I operated. It changed how I viewed some of the content that I was learning, how I could take it back and apply it to my own team or just my own growth in general. I really appreciate that this program was broken out into the very thought out, very specific sections because it really helped us along this track. And it was so fluid. And that application piece for me was really just so impactful. You're talking real life application of the skills and the knowledge that you are gaining from this program. Absolutely. You know, one of the classes I took, and I, I, t- I say this all the time, is, you know, we had to learn about how, what is a business strategy of Nemours? How does that work, not just operationally, but also financially? We have to look out into the community. Is this a good place that we want to open up a practice or is this a good practice we want to acquire? What does that look like? And we had a homework assignment. We had to meet with some people from HR and some people from the the nurse leader of that particular specialty. And we had to sit down and say, hey, if we're going to open a practice, what does this look like? Where do we go from here? And we had to look at numbers and do pivot tables. And it was it was intense. And in the moment, I was like, what are we doing? But I talk about it every time because it was so impactful to just realize that there's more that goes into this organization as a whole than I think most people even realize. I agree. Cause I even said some of the classes in the beginning, I remember like a lot of it was HR classes and why things are done the way they're done in the organization. And I went back to my team and I was like, we all need to take this class. I had no idea. This is why Nemours does things this way. It makes so much sense now. The LEADER program also provides participants with the tools and information to effectively support, build, and engage teams across the enterprise, with sections on inspiring and engaging associates, effective communication, and diversity and inclusion. The chance for leader participants to get to know their colleagues across the enterprise while taking classes together has also served to break down geographic silos. Denise Hughes. A piece of that allows us to partner with other people we might not have partnered with before. You know, me having to reach out to one of the nurse managers, I might not have never have had that opportunity. So it also allowed us to build that connection and to have those partnerships that we might not have ever had before. And now I can go to those people and say, hey, remember me? You know, and oftentimes they're like, yeah, how can I help you? And so, you know, it just it helps with that, those conversations too with other associates. So aside from the networking component, what else do you think you derived from taking these 90 hours of classes of coursework? I think a lot of it is just kind of to what Denise said, how Nemours does things. You know, Nemours isn't like other healthcare organizations and the way that we operate with our vision and our culture and our values and really what we strive for. You know, learning a lot about, for example, I'm, I'm looking at some of the classes, but when you look at how to encourage accountability and ownership, what does that look like? What does that say about you as a person? What does that say about you as a leader? Both are completely different, some similarities, but it really teaches you other key foundational components that you might not have thought about before or looking at project management. How do you manage a project? What does that look like from beginning to end? It really gives you some of those skill sets when you manage people or 
the side of people, how does that all play together? And it every class really dovetails nicely to allow you those opportunities and those conversations when you're talking about conceptual things within yourself or as an organization. And for me, I would add through, during this leader program, our department went through a transition. So we became a different department, had a bunch of new team members join us. And I happened to be in the middle of the associate engagement class. And the associate engagement survey was about to come out. And that class really dove into what the questions meant. So there was a lot more to the question that was really being asked. Like, do you have a best friend at work? If I were to answer that, just knowing, like, do I have a best friend at work? No, my best friend's at home. Like, I've had my the same best friend for several years. But it really means, do you have someone you can turn to at work? Do you have someone you can confide in? Do you have someone you can... Do you trust that you can talk things out, share those experiences with? And if I didn't have this class, I wouldn't have known that. And I would have taken the question at face value. But it also helped us as a team with the engagement pieces. We took a lot of the pieces that I was learning in that engagement class and applied them to our team, especially because we were so new. We were trying to figure out how to work together in a virtual world because our new team formed and then we all went virtual. So we really didn't have time together. So relearning how to engage associates and work together in a virtual world when you're used to being together in a full day work situation where you can just turn around and be like, hey, what do you think about this? And now it's like, oh, now I have to really think about going on teams or texting them or figuring out another way to communicate. So throughout the program, we also learned some other skills that help with that transition. I also think, you know, the DISC class, you know, when we did the DISC class, it was uh, basically an assessment of our personalities, our temperaments. How does that play a factor into us as a person, us as a leader? You know, I've taken the DISC assessment a couple different times. And as a leader, I'm a totally different person than I am when I'm in a non-leadership role, which is crazy. But the way you operate, it just changes some of the things and learning about this particular assessment and then how everybody else in your group has a role that they play. And it's really about playing off of those roles together. So as a team, if I know that you're a D and I'm an S, I will know your strengths and your weaknesses and we can play into that. We can really strive better as a team and make better decisions as a person and as a group when we're looking at some of these strategic efforts that that we're putting into. And so I think that class under the skill building section was really impactful for me as well. Just really seeing how each of those categories can can play out individually and then as a team. So there is a lot of self-assessment, it sounds like. How would you assess yourself as a leader now, Christina, than before you took the uh, leader program? So I think being an informal leader, there's a lot, there's a lot that comes with that. And especially with some of the work that we do, I think this program in general has made me more confident. It's made me more vocal in some of the ways in which I communicate. I think that it was virtually was also a blessing in disguise because we had to be on video. So, you know, you had to be prim and proper in a way that's different than when you're when you're in an in-person setting. And I think being able to present on video with your classmates just changes the way that you are as a person. 
So I think for me, really, it's just been a lot more confidence that I've gained from their program personally and professionally, to be honest. I think, you know, at the end of when we graduated, we had to do a panel interview and there were leaders from all across the organization that interviewed us on, you know, exactly what you're doing. What were your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What did you like? What didn't you like? And being able to express that in a way that was constructive and being able to just share the enlightenment of how we got here and how proud we are. And I I think all of those has helped me grow because it's just shown me a different way. And I've been guided differently than I probably would have otherwise. So the confidence that I that I've gained from this program has been unmatched, truly. I 100% agree with Christina. The amount of confidence I have gained believing in myself, knowing that I can do this. Another huge thing for me was the communication piece. So I could feel like I would say something and it just people weren't hearing it. And somebody else in the room would say the same exact thing, but they would say it differently. And and people would respond to that. And I was kind of like, oh, so it was more of like the delivery. So it's not really what you're saying. It's how you're saying it. And to really step back and not overthink how you're saying it and overanalyze everything, just kind of put it out there and be like, hey, I may stumble on this. Bear with me. And realizing that it's okay to make mistakes. That is like one of the biggest things that in a lot of the classes I went, it's like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but let me try this. And people were very accepting of that. And it was a very safe space to learn and try out new things. So it really helped build confidence and enabled me, I think, to do my job better. What is it about the culture of Nemours that allows this kind of teamwork to really be baked into the organization in a way that's positive ultimately for the the children we serve? For me, it's really been a switch in the past several years. They really took a step back and wanted to hone in on more collaborative projects. Like I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. it. You just like saw the shift happening, executive leadership, really put a focus on it. Our department has always focused on collaborative working, like work. We've never really worked in silos, so to speak, because we've always been so dependent upon each other to get out into the community. And that's just kind of what our roles were. It was more for us tying back to the hospital and primary care practices because we were kind of like off on our own little island. Like you guys are out in the community, we're doing healthcare. And I would say in the past couple of years, we've really merged it. And I think it's been with a shift into value for the organization. So it's really about keeping our kids healthy. And how do we best do that? Well, we have to leave the hospital and figure out ways to keep the kids out of the hospital, keep them healthier. So it's really been like a shift in focus. And that I feel has led to a lot more collaborative conversations and a lot more willingness for folks to partner and step outside of their comfort zones. Christina? So I sit on the DRIVE task force and the DRIVE task force, we do a lot of work around equitable care and really providing some of those needs to our patients and families in relation to the needs that they need, right? So talking about language aspects, if they need their discharge paperwork printed out in their language, working on efforts to get that done. So a lot of work around 
our drive task force has really helped us drive the organization in ways that we haven't really been before. So it's taking some time to figure out what are our needs? How do we get there? What is a strategy that we want to put into place? But it's been so amazing to be able to focus on that equitable care. And it's been so amazing to look at that inclusiveness and health equity of our families. And it's really brought us to a place looking at racial and language and and ethnic minority groups and really allowing this company to care for our patients in a different way than we have before. What would you say to an associate maybe listening today or maybe in front of you saying, yeah, I'm thinking about taking the leaders program. I don't know. What would you say to them to convince them that this is worth it, not only for themselves, but for the organization as a whole and ultimately for well, the patients? I've already told everyone in my team, I was like, you should do it. It's a great learning experience. It gives you skills, knowledge, even like behaviors that you wouldn't think would emerge, that it's a great learning experience. It's a great opportunity and it can help you on every aspect of your career and even your life. Christina Savoy is a patient experience partner in the Florida region. She and Delaware-based population health specialist Denise Hughes are both graduates of the Nemours Leadership and Experience Development Educational Program, also known as the LEADER Program. Thank you to both Christina and Denise for joining us today to talk about the LEADER program. You can find out more about it at Nemours University, which may be found on Nemoursnet. The Champions for Children podcast comes to you weekly, also on Nemoursnet, as well as the Nemours Now app. You may also check it out wherever you find your other favorite podcasts. What's your Nemours story? Every associate has one, and the podcast is a great place to highlight it. We are booking January and February interviews now. Please email us at podcast at with your story so we can set up a date and time to record remotely and share it enterprise-wide. That's podcast at Thanks, as always, to Peter Adebi and Deborah Griffin for their production support. Our music is courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions in Turner's Falls, Massachusetts. On behalf of Christina Savoy and Denise Hughes, I'm Carol Vassar, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. Until next time, please stay safe, stay well, and thank you for all you do for the children and families we serve.